Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. You know, one of the challenges faced by many content writers and copywriters like us is motivation, personal motivation. I mean, we have to motivate ourselves most of the time. Sure, we have external motivators. We have deadlines and client demands. But for the most part, we are working alone and we decide when we start work. We decide when we finish work. We decide uh, how long we're going to work on a project. And that takes a lot of personal motivation. So it's very important to know how to motivate yourself in a way that's going to help you succeed in this business. And I've talked about this a few times in previous podcast episodes, but today I have uh, a real treat for you. I have an interview I did just a couple weeks ago with Jeff Hayden. Jeff Hayden is actually a ghostwriter, a book ghostwriter. He's written a ghostwritten dozens of books, but he has a new book out called The Motivation Myth. And because he's a fellow writer, He wanted to come on the podcast and share his tips and ideas and experiences around that topic of motivation. But in this interview, he also got into how he became successful as a writer. So he gives us some uh, insights into that as well. So I'm really excited to share this interview with you with uh, Jeff Hayden. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, Welcome, Jeff Hayden, to the B2B Writing Success Podcast. Thank you, Steve. It's I, I'm very tickled to do this because I'm actually talking to you and lots of writers, which, absolutely. you know, as writers, we don't get to do a lot. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely right. <laughs> now, uh, you're, you're the author of, of, a, of a book called The Motivation Myth, so I wanted to pick your brain a little bit on motivation. And I know, you know, writers like us, uh, one of the challenges uh, when it comes to motivation is that we have to motivate ourselves. We often work at home. Our our boss isn't in the room with us. Our client isn't in the room with us usually. Um, so just give me your perspective here. What what are what are one or two of the, the best ways that writers can self-motivate? Hmm. Uh, that's a really good question uh, because we're all different, and we, yet we all face that common problem as you stated it. Uh, I think the first thing you do is you have to figure out your why. It's the Simon Sinek, you know, what is your why, whether for a person or for a business? Why are you doing it? Obviously, it's it's probably to generate revenue, but there are, I'm sure, other benefits to you from writing, whether it's self-expression, whether it's you enjoy the fact that people like what you do and appreciate it. Even if you're a ghostwriter, you still have a client and you hopefully are getting good feedback from that. So I think you have to start with your why because that gets you going. But then I think the biggest key is to try to get past looking for motivation per se and create a process that you're going to follow that you can feel good about. And that's part of what's in my book um, that allows you to feel a burst of motivation every day. So if I only take a second to explain that, but if you have a process that you follow, you get up every day, you do certain things, you try to check off certain things. If you do that, the act of getting done what you intended to get done feels really good. That's why at the end of the day, when you're tired, but you've had a good day, that's why you feel good about yourself. And that will move you into the next day 
ready to do the same thing again. So I think the mistake people make is trying to like wait for motivation to strike them. And I actually think motivation is something you create by doing things that will make you successful because that feels good and that motivates you. Now, by process, do you mean a, a process for doing the work you do, or do you mean a schedule, or a, maybe it's a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Like in the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, a little bit of both. Okay, okay. So part, <laughs> you of, know, it, so part of your process... Part of it is figuring out what works for you. Okay. Like for me, I get up, my commute is two flights of stairs, and I'm working within 10 minutes of getting up. That that works for me. And then I try the night before, I lay out whatever the most important thing I, is that I need to get done the next day, and I have it all set up on my desk. I have everything I need. I have... I, I, there's no excuses for me other than to do that. So I get up, I do that, however long it takes. And when I'm done, that feels really good. It's like, okay, I knocked that off. I feel good about myself. And that sets me up basically for the rest of my day. That's something that works for me. Other people may need something different, but you have to, the best thing to do is to look back on a really good day you have and try to say, okay, what did I do that day that contributed to that? And then try to create a structure that allows you to have as many of those types of days as possible. Okay, so you start off with your why, and then you have a, a process that just yep. just naturally motivates you and that's customized to you. Like for me, for example, my why is probably just being self-employed because I hate the idea of having <laughs> a, a real job. And I've had a real job before, and I dreamed of self-employment. So every time I'm feeling exactly. sort of down and unmotivated – one of the things I'll say to myself is, hey, I, I get to work at home. I'm self-employed. <laughs> I mean, yep. this, this is a good gig. And that, helps me, that helps me as well. Something and then I the other side of that, yep. when you are self-employed, you live under the edict of if it is to be, it's up to me. Yes. <laughs> and if you're looking around and thinking, okay, where does my revenue come from? Well, it comes from me. That in itself is pretty darn motivating, I think. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. Um, I also try to start a uh, or try to plan first thing in the morning. I'm like you. I start very early, within 10 or 15 minutes after I get up, and uh, but I always have a project plan in the morning that I'm looking forward to doing the most. So right. I might have two or three things on the, on the go. I'll pick the one that I'm really looking forward to, and I'll do that in the morning when it's my most product, productive times because I'm more productive that way. But also I'm starting the day enjoying something. Right. And that there's that, a there's a tip that I heard from somebody. And I can't. I, I wish I could attribute it to the right person, but it's basically to stop at a fun place so that tomorrow when you start, you're starting at that fun place. So if you're working on a project and you're getting to a point where it's really fun and you're doing the part of it that you look forward to, if that's close to the end of your day, stop there so that in the morning you're excited about diving back in wherever that was, which is kind of what you just said. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, your, your book is called The Motivation Myth. Mm -hmm. um, can you give me an example of a, and maybe you've already, maybe you already covered this, an example of a, of a myth that is uh, regarding motivation that's particularly dangerous to writers? I think you mentioned one thing is that as a writer, you're self-employed, motivation has to come from you. It's, it's something right. you create. It's not something that happens to you. Is there any other myths that writers should look out for when it comes to motivation? Yeah, on a, on a larger sense, I think... I think we're taught or we're, we expect that motivation is going to somehow strike us at some point and we're going to figure out, say, what it is we want to do with our life or what our passion is. It's a very passive thing. 
And, and I think motivation is active. And like I said, it's something that you create yourself. So for a writer, if you're, you know, say you want to write a book and it's a nonfiction book because I couldn't write fiction to save myself. Um, and you're sitting around waiting for that perfect idea. You're going to wait your entire life. You're better off coming up with a few good ideas and then getting started and seeing where it takes you and creating a process that helps you do that and then shaping it as you go along. I'm a big believer in trying and then learning as you go or figuring it out as you go, as opposed to, I have to wait for this fully formed idea to hit me and then I'll be, then everything will be perfect. Cause I, unless you're Stephen King, I don't know that that happens. I don't even think it happens with Stephen King. No, uh, he does the same thing. Actually, he gets up every day and he writes for four or five hours every day, whether it's weekends, whatever else it is. That's just what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then know, he figures it out. Yeah, and he figures it out as he's writing it. Sometimes you, when you read Stephen King, you get a sense that he doesn't know what's going to happen next until he <laughs> writes it. Um, one thing that, that really uh, gets people, uh, especially people in, in, in my podcast audience, stuck is, um, is this f- trying to figure out their niche market or their specialties. Well, I have, there's, a, there's a lot of writers just breaking into freelance writing and copywriting who, who uh, think, you know, I, ha- I have to pick the perfect niche market or I have to pick the perfect specialty or should I be a white paper writer or a ghost writer or a copywriter? Or, um, th- that really demotivates them. So what you're right. suggesting, if, if I heard your last answer correctly, is just, just get started on something that seems right, makes sense, learn as you go, see where it takes you. Yeah, I, what I did actually, I was I worked in manufacturing, and I worked. That was my my goal was to run a manufacturing plant, and I actually achieved that goal. And I had you know three hundred some people that reported to me. I was the man. I did it for a couple of years and thought, wow, <laughs> okay, now that I've gotten here, I don't know that I love this so much. And I wanted to write. I, I thought I wanted to write, but I'd never written anything other than proposals and and like technical business <laughs> stuff. And so my wife signed me up on Elance, which I think now is Upwork. Upwork. She signed me up on Elance, got me a job, and said, here, you said you wanted to do this. Put up or shut up. So I wrote a press release. took me four hours because I'd never written a press release before. I hope hope it never surfaces uh, because I'm sure it's terrible. Um, But I figured it out as I did it. She got me a couple other jobs. She was the one actually posting and responding to people's project um, requests. And they were all things that I'd never done before, but I just put in the time and figured it out and kind of grew from there. So I I think if, if I was someone who wanted to make a living as a writer, that's what I would do. I would go find jobs wherever I could find them, even if it's not in what you consider your wheelhouse. And then do the work. And in the process of doing that, you're going to figure out where your strengths are. You're going to figure out what you need to improve on. You're going to figure out what market you like to work in. And all the while, you'll be building a client list and some credibility and some skills and getting paid to do so. At first, you may not get paid super well, but that's part of the process too. So those are important keys to success. So let's let's shift a little bit here because you, you are a successful writer. Um, and I think what you've covered just now is one of your keys to success as a copywriter and oh, sorry, as a ghostwriter and a columnist, but are there some other keys to success that have, that you've learned along the way that, that you've, that's really helped you become so successful that you can share with our audience? 
Uh, one of the biggest ones, we're going to talk about Stephen King again, um, but it's kind of that Stephen King syndrome where I think Stephen King writes what he wants to write, and he's fortunate that lots and lots of people like it. For the rest of us, that may not be so true. So your first goal as a writer for hire is to think of yourself as the contractor that builds a house. Somebody else has the blueprint. Somebody else is going to live in it. Your job is to build that house the way that your client wants. And you take out of it the thought about, wow, but I really want to express my creativity, or wow, I want to be unique and special. Your job is to build that house and to do a great job at that. I meet a lot of people who say, you know, I can't find anybody that'll pay me to write. And I always say, well, how are you doing that? And it ends up being that they want to write the things they want to write, and they're hoping someone will pay them to do it. And it has to start out opposite. You have to find people who need something, and then you do that for them. And that, to me, is the biggest tip of all is just put your ego aside and say, hey, I want to write. I want to make a living doing it. Where do I find the jobs that will pay me to do this thing that I want to do? So it's a mindset thing, what you're saying. is Absolutely. Get in the right mindset. And, and, and know what you're really doing for clients, which is uh, using the contractor analogy, you are building the house, not making the blueprints, right. not building your house, building right. their house the way you want it, and then doing now, great work on that. I'm sorry. Go sorry, ahead. Down the road, you can, if you get good at it and you start to build up some relationships with clients, you can start to help with the blueprints because you've got skill and experience where they may come to you and say, I want this, and you can say, well, you know, I hear you, <laughs> but have you considered this and this? And oftentimes you can end up shaping or even driving whatever that output is going to be because you've developed that experience and that authority to be able to speak intelligently to it. But when you're first starting out, you don't know all that stuff. You haven't figured all that out. So let other people pay you to learn how it works. And then down the road, you'll get to shape stuff much more. I like on ink. I don't get assignments. I don't get edited. Nobody touches my stuff. I publish when I want to. But I had to earn that right over time. They didn't just say, hey, here's the keys. Go drive. Right, right. Uh, Jeff, this is great advice. Thank you very much for taking the time with us today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. And your book is called The Motivation Myth. Yes, sir. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Appreciate it. Oh, you are welcome. So that was Jeff Hayden, ghostwriter extraordinaire and author of The Motivation Myth. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Uh, and what I like sometimes in this podcast and in my own professional development is listening and hearing and reading about writers in slightly different niche markets. Uh, Jeff isn't a copywriter. He's an, a B2B content writer. But he gives us a perspective on freelance writing success that I think is important and we can learn from. And especially his tips on motivation are helpful. So that's it for this week's podcast, B2B Writing Success. And you can listen to all the past episodes, including many on motivation, at b2bwritingsuccess.com. So until next week, I'm Steve Slomwhite. Have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.